Just after 11 o'clock, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall, or online, wilhockbeefjerky.com. West Edmonton Mall is where Brandon Douglas and I are coming from, the Duke of Delburn, the voice of the Delburn Outlaws, your top pairing defenseman on the tropics. Hashtag let's get tropical. Only if um, everybody shows or nobody shows up, pardon me. <laughs> if everybody shows up, then I'm more of like a uh, third pairing guy. PP specialist, maybe. Offensive dynamo. Power play, p- penalty kill. Yeah, I'm a special teams guy. Shootout, shootout guy. 0 for 1. Wherever they need you, you will be. And today we need you here on the frenzy talking fantasy sports and Plug and play. Yeah, that, that's probably the best skills that you can have other than availability. That is number one. one 401 is the text line. If you want to get some questions coming in, I got Brett and Slurpee Sean already asking questions. We've also should announce we do have Chris Meany joining us on the program today. He is with FTN Network as well as FTN Bets, FTN Daily, FTN Fantasy. Guy is everywhere. And Sirius XM Fantasy. Talk some hockey with Chris. Uh, maybe we'll throw down some bets, see what he thinks. What might land? If you took the Oilers' money line yesterday, didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. The Oilers falling to the New York Islanders. I'm sure you guys touched on that one just a little bit. Uh, I really enjoyed Schlemko's breakdown of the game when I tuned in on my drive-in today. Uh, if you missed that, go check out Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you might get your podcast from. It's there. It's all there, and if uh, if you don't necessarily know where to find that, uh, every day at about 11.15, there's a tweet from my uh, account at bdouglas1440 that uh, links you right to all the episodes, uh, Spotify, Apple, your uh, whatever, which one you so choose. So it's all there for you. And you know what? Because it's the holidays time of the year and the spirit is out there. If you text in, hey, where do I get the podcast from? Brandon or I will even reply and let you know. But you do have to subscribe. Positivity breeds positivity on this program. I will also let you know what's coming up in the month of giving. We've got a really cool package involving Louis DeBrusque where you could hang out with him. And if you're an outdoorsman, I think you'll really like this one. We'll tell you about that. Also, it's coming up on the Lowdown with Low Tide as well as the Jason Greger show from 2 till 6. Uh, we did touch on it just very lightly there. The Edmonton Oilers, of course, last night falling to the Islanders who improved to 15-8-8 eight and eight on the season. Now they will take on the Capitals tonight in Washington where uh, Brandon, you mentioned Ethan Bear signing a two-year deal. I feel like we reported that years ago, and now it's just finally coming to light. I wonder if he might be a good fantasy option. Uh, for the Oilers last night, uh, obviously losing 3-1, to one, not too many fantasy options. Uh, Leon Dreisettle scoring, and uh, you know it's been a bit of a struggle for Leon the last little while here. Got the Oilers on the board. He had them a one nothing lead, but that second frame, Feels like we've seen this before in crucial games where they just kind of fall apart. Special teams not doing them any favors. The power play merchants last night were not the Edmonton Oilers. It was, in fact, the New York Islanders. They also scored a shorty. In terms of points, though, yeah, you weren't getting a whole lot. Uh, Ekholm and Fogel, the only two Oilers to record points. Stuart Skinner on the night, not good enough. Not good enough. An 857 save percentage. On the flip side, if you had Sorokin, good get. Good get. 31 saves, only allowing one goal also for the New York Islanders. Uh, kind of spreading it around. 
No one uh, going with the multi-point game, but that's okay. They don't care. For fantasy sports, we might care. Uh, Brandon, in our survivor pool, we have two teams left. Like we talked about a little bit last week, they both went with the Rams. I'm kind of monitoring the the thing here just to see if they put their predictions as it is Wednesday. They do have till tomorrow, I guess, hypothetically, to make those selections. We'll follow those along in the uh, Sports 1440 hockey pool uh, with the big prize from the Canadian Brew House up for grabs. Dinner for 20 Plus, I believe it was a $200 gift card. We're going to throw in some Wilhock Beef Jerky gift cards as well. And a little bit of a cash. Uh, Koskinen 2.0. Dominating right now. He's up by almost 10 points. Nine in a little bit over Awesome Rossum's Haas in third. And then the Connor sitting in fourth. What happens if I win this? I mean, I've, I've got a way to go. Koskinen, Awesome Rossum's Haas, they're ahead of me. But if I win this, does everybody have to take me to the Canadian Brew House for a dinner? And you, by proxy? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If, if anything, I'd have to be your guys' server for the uh, the <laughs> night based on how bad I am in this pool. My goodness. Uh, another decent night last night uh, for me, but no luck in terms of in re- uh, results side of things in terms of climbing the standings because Miko Rantanen, a uh, good night. Jimmy Stutzla. And then uh, my boy Igor Shesterkin was the, uh, the goaltender I went with. But I'm a big Ilya Sorokin owner in uh, my fantasy hockey leagues. So that was a good night overall for me because I didn't uh, invest too heavily on any Edmonton Oilers pretty much across the board outside of Connor McDavid, um, who had his uh, point streak uh, snapped last night. Uh, 11 games, 12 games final. 12, I believe. Final tally on that. So a uh, good run for Connor, but the Oilers, are, yeah, they're kind of they're going through it right now. Hopefully can get back on track before, um, before Christmas Day in five days' time. Let's hope so. I, I said on the, the remaining six games of the season, they're going to go five and one, so... Get ready for that five-game winning streak, Oilers <laughs> fans. You're going to be feeling good going into New Year's. Uh, questions coming into one 401 You can also email us, although nobody does. Connor at Sports1440. Brandon at Sports1440. Slurpee Sean, friend of the show, says, Ayuk or HN in the flex going up against Christian McCaffrey? Well, going up against McCaffrey isn't ideal unless you started Ayuk and he went off against the Ravens on Monday Night Football. I think the good news for you is, and although Christian McCaffrey is our, well, my front runner for MVP right now, the Ravens have a pretty good defense. So maybe, just maybe, they'll be able to limit him. I feel like the middle linebacker position's kind of been like, I don't know. It's gone almost obsolete. It's not as sexy as it once was, yeah. but Roquan Smith and is it Patrick Queen, I believe, yeah. like pretty good linebackers there in Baltimore. So bring, maybe. Bringing the off ball linebacker back. Yeah. They, there's not too many studs. Those guys, Fred Warner. Putting the back in linebacker. <laughs> Lineback. And, uh, you know, so I, I think Ayuk is an option there for you. The Dolphins hosting the Cowboys on Christmas Eve, 225. That's 4 o'clock. The heat might be going. I'm biased. I, I've said it before. I always lean lime, or running back, especially a guy like A-Chan, who has so much potential to go off. I, I go running back, go A-Chan. What do you think? I'm normally the opposite as you. I'm more uh, biased towards wide receivers in this situation, especially in a PPR format. Uh, but Dev- Devon Achan, it's kind of funny. Like he's shown how dynamic he can be, but at the same time, like he, it's it's not a runaway because Raheem Mostert, I mean, he leads the league in touchdowns for goodness sake, and he does it catching the ball. He does it running the ball, as does uh, Devon Achan. This is really a toss up. Uh, the Niners are at home. Um, which I like uh, as opposed to going into Baltimore. But this is a this is a big matchup for the Ravens. They need this more than the Niners do 
in, in terms of seeding and, and holding on to that one seed. The Niners are uh, almost a little more comfortable at the top of their conference after this weekend's games. So I'm, I'm going to say A-Chan. Just be, it's also selfish because I have him. I'm going to need him to have a big week uh, because of all the injuries that have uh, ta- uh, really hampered my team. So I'm going to need a, a much better performance than the nine points I saw out of him last weekend. So I will say A-Chan, but I think you're, you're probably okay either way you want to go with that one. Playbook Vic. Uh, let's spend the entire fantasy show talking about how to get Gibson <laughs> into an Oilers jersey. Every Oilers fantasy right now. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure it would be. I'm sure it would be. What Does Gibson want to leave Anaheim? What would the cost be? Throw that question to Low Tide. I mean... Rumors. Rumors with Low Tide. I mean, they talk about it all the time. And I know Gregor's getting to the point where he doesn't even want to talk about the Jack Campbell trade rumors because he doesn't believe the ones that we get are realistic. So throw together a package at 2 o'clock. If it makes it to air, then maybe Gregor thinks there's a chance. But if it's unrealistic, he's not even reading it. We'll continue with the fantasy because we got to get to hockey in about 10 minutes. we got to keep this uh, football train going. Chewy says, boys, got a dilemma. Getting into the semifinals, do I go with Tua against the Cowboys or Jordan Love against the Carolina Panthers? Uh, Jordan Love, man, he's he's been kind of up and down this season. There's been some really good stretches. It's in Carolina. Are we going to see that rain again? Yeah, what a, that might have been. Mamma mia. We, we've had a lot of uh, times this year where I've said that was the worst football game I've ever watched. <laughs> Thankfully, that was not a standalone game, so I did not have to put that on for a second. And even on the corner of my TV that was red zone, there was only one touchdown in the game. Panthers went on three field goals, for goodness sake. So uh, thankfully didn't have to see much of that ugly, ugly affair uh, of an NFC South matchup. There's a tough one. Uh, the Cowboys' defense is stout. Uh, they love to pick the ball off, which is uh, very detrimental to a quarterback's stats. But I think this game's probably going to be a shootout down in Miami. Um, both teams will probably rack up points. I think you go with to us with the assumption Tyreek Hill is back in the lineup. If he's not... I'd be a little more cautious and maybe steer away because um, Jordan Love, the consistency has not consistency. Pardon me, has just not been there enough to uh, to rely on him in this big moment of a semifinal matchup. Y- you'd be kicking yourself if you bench Tua and he throws four touchdown passes to Tyreek Hill and one to Waddle and one to Achan, one to Moser. It you know however you want to divvy it up. So I think your your risk is much higher by going Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think the beauty of Tua Tagovailoa is like his strengths are the the quick passes, the yeah. accuracy. So he doesn't need to sit in the pocket necessarily. He can, and we've seen him do that. He he can buy time and and heave it downfield. The the one I do look at though, and just an observation: Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, and Deshaun Elliott all still listed as questionable. A lot can change in the next three days, but. You know, if you're looking at picking the over, this might be a big, game yeah, where big, big there could hit, be points. Big hit to the Dolphins' D, and, and once again, a contributing factor to why I think that will be a, a high-scoring affair. Because the Cowboys' defense uh, loves to turn the ball over, but they're also prone to be give, uh, like giving up big plays and stuff because they play so aggressive trying yeah. to turn the ball over, right? So there's two sides to every coin, uh, and as a result, I think, uh, like I said, I think two are probably the better option. You try to undercut that out route, and you miss. That's going for six. Uh, Justin Fields and DJ Moore did that a couple times on primetime few months back but watch that weather see how it is i mean if it's going to be a sloppy game in miami or carolina maybe that makes your decision a little easier for you uh, tyler lockett devin singletary or ramondre stevenson really a toss-up between those guys i'm not, i don't love any of those guys i think i go singletary though yeah cj stroud likely to miss a second straight game as he's still in concussion protocol up against the browns um 
I think the Browns are probably going to absolutely roll the Texans uh, this weekend. There, We saw the Texans barely beat the Titans. Cleveland is way better than Tennessee, um, even if they are on the road here in Houston. So Case Keenum, hey, very uh, capable guy, uh, can maybe win you a game in a pinch like he did last weekend, but this game won't be close for me, and as a result, I don't think Singletary will probably get as many touches um, on the ball. I think I go Tyler Lockett. Uh, once again, he he's not as flashy as DK Metcalf, but they're going up against the Titans, who are, like I just said, not a good team. Uh, Lockett will probably haul in a number of receptions. If it's PPR, Tyler Lockett's my guy. Boys, I squeaked into the finals for one of my fantasy leagues, but I'm in trouble. Who would you start, Najee Harris or Jalen Jaden Reed, receiver with the Packers, and then at tight end, Logan Thomas or Hunter Henry? I go Najee. I guess it depends if it's PPR again. And probably Hunter Henry, I think, has more upside because he's just, he's like all they have. Touchdown, man. At this it's point, all they he's, got. He's the man for the Pats. Um, yeah, it, interesting. Najee Harris seems to, like, he'd really fallen out of favor um, for good reason in the, in the Steelers' offense. But since changing offensive play callers, they look like they're kind of going back more to him than Jalen Warren, which I know, uh, Connor, you're not a fan of. You're a, a huge supporter of Jalen Warren. I'm out of that league, so. But, I mean, hey, but who just cares? a grand, grand scheme. Uh, you know, in life, yeah. Your, your own uh, fantasy implications notwithstanding. So, I don't hate the play of Najee Harris over Jalen Reed because of what we just talked about with Jordan Love's inconsistency. And he kind of splits the ball up pretty well between his collection of young players um, of Christian Watson, Reed, and Romeo Dobbs. So the Panthers are not good. There's a good opportunity there. Um, but, man, yeah, I, I think I'm uh, probably going to, to Najee as they uh, play the Bengals at home. That's uh, The Steelers aren't as good as the Bengals, even with Jake Browning, but that's never an easy game and a big AFC North matchup. So I'll go Harris and yeah, Hunter Henry, I, I think for sure. Very quickly, uh, Lamar Jackson. So it was Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields fields at home against the cards. It could be ugly weather in late, late in December cards, defense, Bear not weather. so good. And I think Lamar is going to have to be spectacular to beat the Niners. So I go Lamar. Going back to how we started this segment, talking about this Ravens-Niners matchup. Ravens, this means a lot to them. Uh, there's a couple teams still on their heels. So I think Lamar is going to have to ball out if the Ravens have any hope in this game. Uh, and as a result, yeah, I think Lamar is probably the uh, the safer bet. Weather, likely not a factor out in, uh, in the Bay, whereas uh, in Chicago. We all know Joseph Fields can run the ball. But uh, but to have a really good game as a quarterback, you still need to pass it too, and that might be more of a factor uh, for him and the Bears. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. We're going to take a quick break. We will get to Nolan, Russ, St. Albert, Kevin, and an unnamed texter uh, when we come back. But before that, uh, we will get to our Fantasy Wizards on the show today. We're going to be talking a little fantasy hockey with Chris Meany of Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. We'll do all that and more when we come back. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Will Hawk, Beef Jerky, Hallie and Douglas on Sports 1440. Brandon Douglas turning back the clocks with this one. T-Pain on a Wednesday morning. Just kidding. You said give me an artist and I said T-Pain. Strictly bangers, Connor. (laughs) That's the only way we know how. I looked at my phone and the last song that played was uh, T-Pain. It was church, though. We don't have that in the system. That one's not in our library, unfortunately. No. But we good, got some TP. Good, good track, though. Good yeah. track. I mean, Shuffle does us some favors every <laughs> once in a while. Sometimes Shuffle's off on the phone, but sometimes it's 
on and it's comes, amazing. Comes through in the clutch. Exactly. And it is Fantasy Frenzy. Hallie and Douglas brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky here on Sports 1440. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line. Uh, right now we're going to get to our Fantasy Wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. You can head down to the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night football going forward for your chance to qualify for a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Also Mondays, they've got a great barbecue meat package. The weather is actually still nice enough where you can go to barbecue, which is crazy. Thursdays, they're sending people to the home opener of their choice in the 2024 NFL season. And then on Sundays, they're sending people with hoodies. Also, Oilers game day, always a good time down at the CBH. We now bring in Chris Meany of FTNFantasy.com. You can also hear him on SiriusXM Channel 87 and the SiriusXM app. Chris, good afternoon. Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great, guys. Appreciate the invites and uh, fun time of the year for a sports fan in uh, football and in NHL. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we're happy you're able to do this, and uh, we'll, we'll focus a little bit on the NHL today because uh, a lot of people with a lot of questions, and there's there's players rising, there's the fallers, there's all sorts of things going on. I want to ask from your perspective, when you're looking at the Edmonton Oilers, and, and you can talk about this with daily or season long, whatever you prefer, uh, what is the outlook on this team? You know, we've seen Leon Dreisaitl a little bit slumping. He scores last night the goaltending with Stuart Skinner has been up and down now what what's just your general outlook at this Edmonton Oilers hockey team fantasy wise yeah fantasy wise I mean um it's it's a gold mine right I mean you have the top line ever since they were put together after the coaching change I mean McDavid has been McDavid and Nugent Hopkins and and Zach Hyman these guys have been fantastic I mean Hyman's a a volume shooter and Nugent Hopkins to rack up some assists uh Evan Bouchard is a guy that we had over at FTN at 10 to 1 for an 80 point season and, and hopefully you know he's able to stay healthy all year he seems to be on his way he's like a point per game guy he loves to shoot the puck from the back end I, I think you know when they split up McDavid and Drysaddle it seems to hurt Drysaddle a little bit more um, you know, he did score last night. I, I talked about him on my show this week about a buy low candidate. You know, it's weird. How could you buy low on Leon Dreisel? <laughs> Nobody wants to give this guy up, but you'd be surprised. There's been some people like that have asked me, like, what's going on with Leon Dreisel? I'm not really liking his line mates with Evander Kane and Connor Brown. Um, but he's going to be fine. Like, if <laughs> if you uh, have an opportunity to buy Leon Dreisel, you, you buy him. As for Evander Kane, it, it does depend on your format. Um, if you play in leagues with hits and shots, he's a top 35 forward because he 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 bangs he throws his body around he's not afraid to shoot the puck of course he's not on that first power play um so maybe the upside the ceiling from a point standpoint is a little bit limited uh but the the top six is is pretty loaded uh from a just an overall general nhl landscape i mean i have a lot of questions about their goaltending and it, their five and five numbers are, are fantastic i mean according to natural stat trick they're up at the they're fourth in shot attempts at five and five per 60 uh which means they don't give up any shot attempts they're in the top 10 there uh they generate a lot of high danger chances scoring chances we know their power play is is absolutely lethal but if you look at their five on five save percentage it's the third worst in the nhl the sabers we know the sabers allowed nine goals last night to the to the Blue Jackets. The Hurricanes can't get a save. Uh, Kachikov is, is is playing really good at the moment. I think he's a good pickup. And then it's the Edmonton Oilers. They, they just can't get a save at the moment. Uh, and I just don't think it's their structure. I, sometimes I watch them play. They give up a couple odd man rushes and things like that. But uh, for the most part, their 5-5 five and five game has been pretty tight all year long. And I, I just don't know if it's going to turn around with Stuart Skinner. I don't know if you know, they're making a call to Montreal and getting one of those Canadian goalies like Jake Allen or something like that could help them get some stability and some experience between the pipes. But I, I, I think they'll get in. I think they're, they're certainly a playoff squad, and they could definitely make some noise if they get in. 
but I just don't know if this goaltending thing turns around. Like, I wouldn't feel great about rostering Stuart Skinner in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, geez, you just nailed the game last night against the Islanders. Five on five, not too bad. Uh, then you throw the power play, which you're counting on in the past to, to really carry this team, and it gives up a shorty. And then uh, the Islanders, obviously, power play is playing very well as of late, and uh, they did their job, and the Oilers fall 3-1. to one. And, yeah, uh, kind of a tough night if you were loading up the Oilers in daily fantasy, not getting too much project, uh, production out of those guys. So you talked about goaltending, and you, know, you, you throw a one name there, but is there anyone right now for the daily fantasy players, a goaltender that you think you can buy low and get great production out of yeah that's a great question in terms of buying low um i was in on jay gottinger to buy low on him and then uh, unfortunately the injury happened and he's week to week um i think if you look at igor shesterkin potentially you know he could be available we're seeing a little bit from from jonathan quick and if you just look at igor shesterkin overall he's outside the top 50 uh alexander georgiev is outside the top 150 as well these are two goalies that were drafted inside the top five um, in fantasy hockey, and, and Georgiev um, has struggled over the past little bit. Of course, there's been no kill Makar over the past three games, so that's part of it, but I, I just feel like Colorado's such a good team. The Rangers are such a good team. Uh, at the, the Rangers may go continue to go back and forth a little bit with Igor and Jonathan Quick. Uh, Georgiev should get a big bulk of the starts, you know, the rest of the way. I know Devontae's called out the team yesterday, you know, saying that they, they need to be, you know, I forget the exact quote, but guys that are playing well, that think they're playing well, are not playing well. I wonder who that was uh, directed towards, maybe Ryan Johansson and, and a couple others. But uh, I think Georgiev's a pretty good buy-low candidate. Um, the goaltending goal is just so tough. It is really very difficult. You know, you hear the term voodoo all the time. I wouldn't be, you know, giving up a lot of assets to acquire a goalie like Ilya Samsonov is struggling um you know he could certainly be had i don't really believe in martin jones uh joseph wall is going to be out for you know a few more weeks uh aiden hill you know he hasn't played in quite some time i think he's close to returning he's he was fantastic i mean 10 wins in his first 15 games and 933 save percentage is sub two goals against average uh he's going to be the guy when he does return so you know if you're if you can afford to take on that sort of risk, um, I, I would consider it. I don't think Andre Valeski can, uh, Vasilevsky could be had. I don't believe that you can buy low on him. Uh, so I, I would, I would be just a little hesitant to to ship off some pieces uh, for goal for goaltending. Like maybe just ride the wave with Wedgwood over the next couple of weeks. You know, if you're able to pick up Connor Ingram, like hold Connor Ingram. He's a guy. Detroit is going through some things. Maybe James Reimer can help you out with Billy Huso suffering an injury. Um, even Varlamov. I mean, Varlamov is a top. 10 goalie in fantasy hockey because the Islanders give up so much and he's a backup. Um, so maybe you can just kind of play the matchups. But I'll, I'll go back to Kochikov. His ownership in Yahoo League is, is 57%. Uh, Antti Ranto was placed on waivers. Uh, this is a guy who has rattled off three wins in his last four. He's allowed uh, fewer than two goals in three of the last four. And I thought he was pretty strong last night against the Golden Knights. He stopped 30 of 33. So Carolina is going to turn this thing around. They're a team that's played some really good 5-5 five five hockey as well. Um, and, you know, he's he's got a high seat. Uh, Chris Meany joining us here on Fantasy Friends. You can check out Chris's work at FTNFantasy.com and also hear him on Sirius XM. Uh, Chris, Nick Healers is a guy who I was hoping to be kind of a, a sneaky pick in our Fantasy Frenzy pool. Uh, had a little bit of a slow start, but I believe if my math is correct here, 12 points in his last eight games. Uh, do you expect Ehlers to keep it going with the Winnipeg Jets? 
I do. Um, yeah, he was a great buy low candidate. Struggled, as you mentioned, to start the season. I love his point prop tonight. I think it's a little juiced at minus 150. I actually wanted to talk about the Jets here with you, so I'm glad you brought him up. So Nikolai Ehlers in 66%, his ownership in Yahoo leagues, has really just jumped up over the past couple weeks because of the hot start. Uh, he was placed on that top line with Kyle Connor and Mark Shifley, which kind of got him going, and then the injury to Shifley is, is giving him a little bit more of a boost in ice time. Uh, yeah, if he's available in your leagues in an 18 team a 10 team he's an automatic must own i really like what i've seen from that top line even though kyle connor over the past couple of days and i want to give some love to gabriel velarde as well he's a guy that i had as a breakout candidate in our ftm fantasy hockey draft and unfortunately he suffered an injury at the beginning of the season if you remember he did open up the season on that top line with shifley and with connor and he's playing with shifley and ehlers right now i mean 21 minutes the other night he's got goals in three straight games got seven points over that span he's shooting the puck quite a bit his ownership is sub 50 in Yahoo leagues and it's jumped up 30% over the last day. So people are starting to to jump on him. His shot prop is plus money tonight for over two and a half. He's had three shots in five straight games. So not to take anything away from Ehlers, he definitely has a higher ceiling. I like him. Uh, But I think Gabriel Velarde is a guy that people should have on their radar. He's a must own, I think, just because of the usage. He was buried in LA, you know, second power play time, third line. He's getting an opportunity here on the top line and on the first line uh, for the Jets. So I, I like him quite a bit. I love him tonight as well. Chris Meany from FTNFantasy.com as well as uh, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio and Channel 87. Joining us on Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas on Sports 1440. Uh, Chris, uh, you mentioned earlier the, the Blue Jackets exploding for nine goals last night, including uh, Kirill Marichenko with the, uh, with the hat trick, a second in his career. Is this a guy that's uh, kind of on the rise that you can maybe uh, nab, uh, whether it be in daily fantasy or in your season-long leagues? Because the Blue Jackets have been a bit of a mess, and uh, but Pascal Vincent doesn't really seem to know what to, how to deploy some of his uh, young talent, whether it be Kent Johnson, Adam Fantilli. Do you think uh, Marchenko has a chance to stick in the top six and on the top power play? Yeah, I do. This guy's a stud. Uh, he's got an elite shot. You saw the goal last night between the legs, one of the three that he did score, the natural hat trick. He was another guy that was actually in the breakout campaign, and I took a lot of heat because he had a very, very slow start. Like, why am I drafting this guy, Marchenko? Uh, and you know what? Last year, he had 21 goals in 59 games. You know, he, he 131 shots. He, again, he loves to shoot the puck. He's averaging a little bit more ice time over the past couple of games, 20 minutes, 19 minutes. Boone Jenner is sidelined um, with an injury, so there's more opportunity. Patrick Laine is sidelined as well uh, very impressive stuff he, he doesn't really like to pass the puck which is okay you know in <laughs> fantasy hockey especially in leagues that you're playing with with shots you love puck hogs um, you know you shot props you, you love this stuff because four three three shots over the last couple of games and uh, another Russian on the on the same line is Igor Chinnikov and mm. he has caught my eye as well he's got points in five straight games three of them have been multi-point games he's got five goals over that span as well uh, he was plus 120 for a point last night. He's shooting the puck. So there's an opportunity for these two kids to to get some ice time. You're right. The lines have been um, interesting. I'll say that in Columbus, they play a high-octane type of game, you know, because they're among the leaders in shot attempts and shots allowed and scoring chances allowed. But they do have some flashy forwards. And they actually have been a little bit unlucky because they've been in a lot of games. I think they have a negative 28 goal differential in the third period. And even last night, you know, they, they let not let the Sabres get back in, but the Sabres scored a couple goals in the third period and kind of took it to them. Uh, so these two kids are good. I would, I would like them, 
I mean, Kent Johnson, I think, has a much higher ceiling, but he's just really hard to trust right now, up and down in the minors, you know, not playing a lot, not getting top power play time. Um, so I, I would go with Marchenko for sure. Um, and then I think in deeper formats, Chinnikov is, is certainly interesting as well. Chris Meany, our guest on Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Uh, Chris, the, the Capitals host the Islanders uh, last night, and those two teams, or pardon me, tonight Islanders played our Oilers last night. Uh, those are two teams I want to focus on for my last couple for you. The Capitals in net, uh, Darcy Kemper, the big contract a couple of years ago, brought in to be the de facto number one. But Charlie Lindgren uh, looks like he's mostly outplaying him so far this year, at least the numbers dictating that. Do you think there's a, a chance for Lindgren to get a bigger share of starts uh, moving forward as the Capitals kind of continue to exist in that level of mediocrity uh, almost forever now? Yeah, I, I think so. And Mike Kelly, a shout out to him from NHL Network and Sport, Sport Logic. He came, uh, he had a graphic that he tweeted this week about steal percentage. It's basically just uh, stolen wins. Mm. It's, a, it's a new statistic. I thought it was pretty interesting. They had three Canadians goalies there up at the top and, and Matembo and, and Primo and Jake Allen. But number one was Charlie Lindgren. And I, I was wondering how the Capitals win games all year long. Like, how is, how is this team winning games? Because Ovechkin's not doing a whole lot. I mean, he's not he's on pace for, what, 20, 20 25 goals. He's got uh, five in the season and 12 assists. Uh, but it's been Charlie Lindgren. I mean, he's got a 9.25 save percentage and a 2.45 goals against average. I really liked him in Montreal as well. I believe he was from St. Cloud. He played university hockey there. Um, and I thought he had some nice moments with the Canadians, but he's really getting an opportunity here. It started with Kemper, a Kemper injury. Kemper's a little bit older in his career. I don't think he can handle uh, playing back-to-back games. Uh, the, the Capitals over the past couple weeks have given Charlie Lindgren. I mean, he played had three starts in a row. Then they gave one to um, Kemper was a 4-2 win against the Hawks, and then they went back to Charlie Lindgren for a couple as well. He did struggle in those two games, um, but he is going to get the start uh, tomorrow night against Columbus. So I think he's yeah his, his ownership has dropped a little bit. I, I think it's a real possibility for him to to overtake the net. And yeah, again, if you're looking for goaltender starts, like tomorrow against Columbus is one that I would stream. Last one for you, Chris. Uh, Chris Meany, our guest from uh, FTN Fantasy. Uh, you can catch him Saturday mornings on uh, Sirius XM Channel 87 Fantasy Sports Radio. Chris, uh, the Islanders played the Oilers last night, and a player that I think has gone under the radar for a lot of people, uh, Noah Dobson on the back end for uh, for the Islanders. He's, he's climbed up to third in scoring for defensemen in the league this year, um, filling in uh, admirably for the absence of Ryan, uh, Adam Pellick and Ryan Pollock. Like, do, do you think Noah Dobson by season's end could be making a real push for um, maybe a Norris Trophy candidate if he can track down Quinn Hughes uh, pacing the way with 41 points? Yeah, I think he could be in the conversation. I mean, Quinn Hughes had a bit of a head start. Kale McCarr suffering the injury. I think even Evan Bouchard, I know his defensive game is not as nice, but the the points will be there just like Noah Dobson. Dobson's a, he is unbelievable. He is amazing. Um, I loved watching him, World Juniors, uh, a few years ago. And, you know, even the, the two years before this, the, the 13 goals in back-to-back seasons in 2021, 2022, uh, 51 points and 49 points. He, he's gone from 20 minutes a game to 25 minutes a game. He is a work on the blue line his last few game, few games 27 26 and 31 minutes he's played at least 25 minutes in like a dozen straight games like this guy is is not only racking up points but he is he's racking up um assists on the power play you mentioned some of the numbers near the top now uh in DraftKings and daily fantasy sports i noticed his price this morning has jumped up to 7k and it's worth it but, you know if you're just looking at some of the numbers and what he does and the usage right there so i uh, absolutely think he'll be in the conversation do not sell high on him shout out to on Lee, um, who's been shooting the puck a little bit better, and Bo Horvat and Barzell has a nice connection. Uh, Brock Nelson's shooting the puck, scoring goals, underrated. And inside that same game, I'll just I'll just say that um, 
maybe in deeper leagues, Max Pacioretty uh, is really close to returning for Washington. That maybe could give a little bit – I mean, they need it. The Capitals need something um, offensively. They're not getting anything really from anyone. So Max Pacioretty, uh, maybe a, a pickup in a hole, recovering from the Achilles injury. We know he's a volume shooter, a puck hog as well, and we, 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 I think we like that here. We certainly do. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for doing this today. really appreciate it. We'll have to get you back on uh, later on in the season. Absolutely. Take care. Happy holidays to you and your listeners. You as well. Thank you very much. That is Chris Meany of FTNFantasy.com. You can also hear him on FTN Fantasy Saturday mornings, 7 o'clock our time on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Channel 87 and the Sirius app. It is Fantasy Frenzy. Chris was our fantasy wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. You know, you're looking. There's a lot of football to be watched over the weekends now. Saturday football, college football, hockey, basketball. Always head down to the Canadian Brew House. Get the wings. I like the brew house wrap. Upgrade your side to the mac and cheese. It's got a little jalapeno in there, some bacon. And then get a nice piece of chocolate cake after. Have a great day. I highly recommend you do that. Uh, lots of texts coming in here right now. We've got Beer Man, Lance. Hello, Lance. King of Fort Nasty, Compro Evolution, Mobius. No name, Nolan, Russ, St. Albert, Kevin. We'll take a break right now so we can get to all those texts and more when we return. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It is the best beef jerky in Alberta, no question. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. It is Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky here on Sports 1440. Check them out online at Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Walk by our studio Take the uh, five-minute walk over to Wilhock Beef Jerky and thank us later. We have a potluck going on, and uh, Brandon Douglas thanked. Well, he, he promised something he couldn't deliver. I didn't promise nothing. You're going around spreading this word. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to see if I can. This is my, one of my favorite holiday <laughs> beverages is cra- cranberry ginger ale, like the, the, the Canada Dry. Yeah, of it's, course. It's great, and like... I was in, when I went for groceries last week, there was a literal mountain of this stuff at Walmart. A mountain of it. And like out in the middle area. So they're like, we want to get rid of this. I went back yesterday to pick up a couple cases to bring to this potluck. There was not a sniff of a single can in the entire store. Could have I uh, ventured elsewhere and maybe looked? Sure. But I'm a busy guy. I mean, they are getting ready for the pot. Look, it smells amazing. And I was just like, oh, Brandon got the got the cranberry ginge. They're going to be disappointed. There is going to be a horde of people waiting for us outside the studio, like fist pumping, saying cranberry ginge. <laughs> and I'm going to have to like sprint down the mall and check in every possible location to see if I can uh, even get like a like a bottle or something. I, I don't know what to do because uh, Connor's got everybody fired up. Yeah. All I brought was buns. <laughs> Crucial. Crucial, too. You're just going to have to go home. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be allowed to participate in the potluck because everyone's like, where's the cranberry ginger ale? Ah, yeah, actually, we're out. That's... Didn't, uh, you, know, you missed it? You must yeah. have missed it. It was out here. You cleaned out quick. That's actually a good strategy. Y'all must have, must have gone. Had 48. They're all hottest, gone. Hottest, uh, hottest item on the table. Declan drank them all. <laughs> Classic Declan. <laughs> We know how much he loves soda. Speaking of Declan, he's a part of the Lowdown with Low Tide. And they will be on after us at noon. They've got their NHL rumors. They got the Oilers recap. Paul Sir will join them. Former pro basketball player and coach Bruce McCurdy. 
from the Cult of Hockey and more Oilers talk. And then they have a thinking emoji at 140. I don't know what that means, but it should be good. On the Jason Greger Show, we're going to be joined by Louis DeBrusque, Oilers analyst. Also, Tyler Uramchuk. Who is it Wednesday? Can't tell you who it is, but it's going to be great. Mike Rupp, former NHLer. Emerence Mashmeyer, PWHL, Ottawa goaltender. Local product. Olympic gold medalist. No big deal. Got, hey, Stanley Cup champions, Olympic gold medalists from four till five on the Gregor Show. Plus Not five bad. questions. Not bad. And then we will have Mark Spector at five. And I'm just trying to confirm Dave McCarthy. I know he likes to sit down around seven o'clock Eastern time and have a holiday beverage. We're going to try to have him on at seven twenty. That'll be great. It will be. I look forward to that. And then the month of giving continues and it's all going to tie together because we have a package fishing with Louis DeBrusque from get hooked fishing adventures. You and two friends will have a full day fishing on the North Saskatchewan river with fishing enthusiast and Oilers color commentator, Louis DeBrusque. You'll fish all day long. Lunch will be provided. And you'll probably have to decide the day. But, you know, there's 26 different species of fish in the NSR. That's what we call the North Saskatchewan River around here. Is it? That's it. NSR. I thought it was just called the river. <laughs> it's not like the mall. It's the, you can't just call it that. There's well, so the, many rivers. Not in the city. Well. There's some cricks. Yeah. There's the White Mud Crick, the Black Mud Crick, the Mill Creek. Millwood yeah. Creek. There's lots. Mill, yeah. Millwood uh, Creek Ravine. Also, uh, Mike from Get Hooked will teach your group how to gold pan along the banks of the NSR. They should actually just have me do that because <laughs> I would gold pan in uh, Alaska and I was pretty good at it. The instructor thought I was a natural. So. Did you get some gold? Yeah. I've got two little gold flakes. We'll also be doing a Sanuvox HEPA sterilization and UV air purification system supplied and installed by Mondo Mechanical. So that's a functional one. Very. And that will raise money for Operation Friendship. The fishing package will be for Santa's Anonymous. So you can get your bids into one 401 between 2 and 6 on the Jason Greger Show. Let's continue to raise some money for the people that need it. <laughs> 57 years old. I've never heard of the NSR. Well, Tiger, <laughs> that says more about you than it does about I us. Tiger was running a voice to text for the initial <laughs> version of this. Uh, NSR. NSR. That's yeah. Well, it's you got to be a fisherman. If you're a fisherman, you know the NSR. <laughs> I can't. My the guy I used to live with, my very good friend, shout out Chucky Slick in Fort Saskatchewan. He goes down to the North Sask almost every day of the summer to do some fishing. I'm gonna ask him if he calls it the NSR because not once in my uh, almost two full years living with him recently, lived with him back when we went to university together too. Never once did I ever hear him called the NSR. Probably because he doesn't need to. He just, you don't know the other spots, so he just assumes you assume it's the NSR. Sure. Okay, we're going to run through these quick. We got texts coming in. We're like going to go bang, bang, bang here as we figure this out. Curtis says, who would you start in place of <laughs> the injured Jamar Chase? Adam Thielen, Jacoby Myers, or pick up Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh? Ooh, I go Deontay Johnson. What do you think? Mm-hmm. One or two word answer. Did you? Who did you say? Deontay Johnson. Uh, I'll concur. Yeah, he's like the only real viable option. Oh, uh, well, St. Albert, Kevin, that was on, a little, on, on the Steelers, sorry. On the Steelers, yep. Russ says, hey, guys, semis this week. Pickens or OBJ? 
Anyone on the waiver wire? Pickens, maybe he bounces back because he's looked like such a like he doesn't care anymore. I, I'm out on George Pickens, like I just said. I think Deontay is the only uh, viable option for the Stillers. So I'll go OBJ by default. But yeah, I would uh, maybe do some deep dive and see if you can get a, a sneaky pickup instead. Ooh, a kicker question. Oh, Tucker from the Ravens or Hopkins from the Browns. Browns take on the Texans. Great weather at the uh, stadium there. Yes, indoors. Like I said, I think the Browns are going to walk the Texans, so I'm not sure how many field goals uh, De- DeAndre Dustin Hopkins is going to kick. But uh, it, how can you go against Justin Tucker? He's He is still, uh, after losing it for like a two-week period, the most accurate kicker in NFL history. And uh, this seems like a prime moment for him to hit a huge game winner Sunday night. Yeah, good defense. I mean, it's going to be tough to score in the red zone. Yeah. So maybe they're settling for three quite a bit. I, I would go Tucker. I think that's a good one. Uh, the the other game is going to play at the NRG Stadium. Not to be confused with the... NGR Stadium? NSR. NGR? That was NRG. I think you're right. <laughs> Energy. It's a cool play on words. Oh. Uh, guys, would you consider playing McBride over Kelsey? That comes from Mobius. I don't think I would. Bears defense is actually a lot better than uh, meets the eye who the Cardinals are up against this week. And McBride's been great. Do not get me wrong. Um, he's been a revelation for, for the cards, but Travis Kelsey, the chiefs are playing the Raiders at home. This seems like a big win for the chiefs. Uh, you know, put keep pressure on the Ravens to hold on to that one seed. I'm, I'm going Travis Kelsey, Kelsey for sure. Com pro evolution. Love you guys, but I'm not into fantasy football. So I always have to change the channel. I'm sure there are folks out there interested, but I'm not one. Is it like uh, Festivus? Is he like airing his grievances out here? I was just, I was, I was like, this seems like an unnecessary <laughs> thing to text. You didn't have to it. text us. Like, we did not need to know that you're like going out of your way to turn off the radio when we get on for this one hour. Like, I could have went my whole life without knowing that and been perfectly fine. Appreciate the text, though. Thank you. All the same. Yeah. Text it in. Can't, can't <laughs> wait to see what you text into Low Tide and eight minutes i yes i hope i hope you tune back into low tide i hope you listen to carius i hope you listen to gregor if you have to opt out for our one hour show then that's totally fine i'll, I'll happily be the sacrificial lamb for yeah. compro evolution go do groceries while you <laughs> go do groceries yeah go get them groceries do your errands king of four nasty says let's hear a couple of your favorite fantasy team names slash handles if they can be set on air go broncos Cheers, King of Four Nasty. That might be have to be one tomorrow because it's it's too late for them to come in. We've had some good ones. Ones there was one at the start of the year that you know in hindsight was very funny, but I didn't understand it at the moment. Uh, yeah, my my personal team names uh, this year are um, I just whatever my record is, and then in my Taylor Swift era as an owner of DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor on the same team. Uh, so it'll play on the pop culture. And then uh, my hockey team, my best one is Ben there, done that uh, with Jamie, Ben, and Vince done. Like that. Uh, we'll, we'll throw that out there tomorrow. Matt says 800 for the fishing trip. Matt, uh, 2 o'clock, get that in, just in case we forget it, because the bidding doesn't officially start till 2 o'clock, but I will jot that down mentally. Uh, Chomskers needs one. Chomskers, the Dolphins fan, says QB Tua or Flacco? You got to stick with your boy Tua. And then receivers, Jacoby Myers, Jerome Ford, Zay Flowers, Taysom Hill. Flacco is elite, though, so keep that in mind, Chomskers. And he is Tua a, elite? He won a Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, Tua is kind of the modern-day the modern day, uh, argument about Flacco. Like, is he actually good? Nobody, uh, there's plenty of people on both sides, Tua and on. 
and his doubters. Uh, Lance says, easy win for the Raiders. Raiders taking on the Chiefs Monday. Christmas, holy cow, it's already, it's Christmas on Monday. We don't have a show. I think we should come in and do eight hours of fantasy sports talk. On Monday? Yeah. Every, Every single play that happens. Oh, there's a point for Travis Kelsey. Ten-yard reception. Everything okay at home, Connor? Yeah, everything's great. But why not come on here and talk sports for eight hours on Christmas Day? Give the people what they want. Except for Combro Evolution, who does not. <laughs> if you like, can't you guys go back to Fox Sports? No. All right, that's going to do it for us on this show. If we missed your question, I apologize. Vitamin J says, more Mooney, mo problems. <laughs> that's a good one. Now, we'll talk a little fun fantasy names maybe tomorrow on the program as we get you ready for Thursday Night Football. That is going to do it for us on The Frenzy, though. Big thank you to everyone who tuned in. We do appreciate it. One eight three three. Myers, Ford, or Flowers? Okay, very quickly. Ford? I like Ford. Myers, Ford, or Flowers? Yeah, Jerome Ford. Go for it. Mid order? Ford, Flowers, Myers, but first Ford, second Flowers, third Myers. Concur. Oh, the dream team strikes again. We'll be back tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Low Tide is up next, followed by the Jason Greger Show in the month of giving right now, though. Let's get to an update brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky. Locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com. Here is Brandon Douglas.